0: Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be You Are What You Believe. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who says he's 40 years old, and he basically did what I did when he was younger. He was dating a woman, she wasn't really what he wanted, but apparently she put a lot of pressure on him. She even took herself off the pill and got herself pregnant. And between all these different people pressuring him, he went ahead and got married even though deep down he knew it wasn't right. And this is something that's like I talk to so many men and women that do this. The majority of women and men that I've come across in my life, when you really talk to them, nobody really feels like they're with the kind of person that they feel they deserve or they have the kind of job that they feel like they've always wanted or they have the kind of business that they've always wanted or they have the kind of lifestyle. They've always wanted and one of the things I – one of my favorite Wayne Dyer quotes is no matter where you are in life right now, take comfort in the fact that your best thinking got you there and when you, when you look at it that way, you really can't point the finger and blame anybody else but the average person is so driven by their fears and trying to avoid failure and trying to avoid things that are uncomfortable that they never really pursue the things that they want and they just settle in every area of their lives and those people are the ones that get to the end of their lives and they have nothing but regrets. So it's a really great email because he shares how learning about my work and going through my book was able to help him understand why things didn't work out obviously the first time around in his marriage but also the women that he's dated since his divorce and now he feels like he's got a good outlook on life He has control over himself, he's no longer negatively affected by what's happened in the past or what may or may not happen in the future and he's doing a pretty good good job of staying in the present moment. Because when you don't think you're good enough, when you don't think you're smart enough, you don't have the resources, the education, or that you're not liked or likable enough, you doubt yourself. And when you doubt yourself, you try to make up for it by forcing or doing things. And especially when it comes to relationships with members of the opposite sex, whether you realize it or not, you're basically going to be communicating that I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy and I don't deserve you through your body language, the tone of your voice and the things that come out of your mouth even if you think you're doing the opposite of it. It puts you in like a perpetual state of fear and so when you start dating somebody that you really like because you really like them and you don't want to screw it up. You try to be extra nice, extra compliant, go along in essence, turn into a pleaser and when the woman starts backing away, the average guy starts trying to force things and he literally chases the woman right out of his life. But it really – it's not so much anything to do with her but it all has to do with how you view yourself and also the importance of knowing what your own personal beliefs are about yourself because you have to see yourself as the way you'd like to be or that you want to be. It's the same thing like when you join a gym and you decide I'm gonna start working out or you wanna get in shape. Obviously nobody starts out in amazing shape whether it's cardio shape or sculpting your body through weight training to have the kind of body shape that you want. The idea is that you have a vision of what you want to become, not only physically but in your life and your lifestyle and the kind of people that you want around you. And If you don't think you deserve it, if you don't think you're worthy of it, if you're fearful that you're not good enough, that will cause you to take take action and do things. It literally pushes the other person away. If you're in a sales negotiation with somebody and you really want whatever it is you're negotiating to buy. But the terms that are being offered to you really aren't that great or to your liking. But if you're focused on the fact that you really want something but you're kind of ignoring the fact that it's not really that great of a deal, nine times out of ten, you'll end up making a deal that you regret or you end up paying way more for things than you need to. That's why it's so important in every area of your life. You have to know what are your standards. What do you want? What's important to you? What are your personal outcomes that you want to achieve in your career, in your personal life, with your body, with your peer group, with what, how you spend your life? You have to know those things because as you move through life, you're going to have people that show up. Some are going to come close to matching and mirroring what it is that you're looking for. But most people are not. And when you're comfortable in your own skin and you have that natural balance where you're willing to let someone or something go when it doesn't match your expectations or there's no way that that circumstance or that person can be what you want or what you're looking for you have to be strong enough to let it go and walk away from it because otherwise you get yourself into a situation where you agree to something and it's not what you really want it's like when you go for a job interview and you get offered Forty-five thousand. When you were really wanting fifty-five thousand, but when you really want to work for the company, you tend to talk yourself into it because you're worried that if you stand up for yourself and say, "Well, I really need to get the fifty-five thousand. That's what I'm making now, and that's that's what I feel I'm worth." You're not saying no, but because you don't believe you're worth it, then you, you're going to be less willing to walk away. And then three or four months later, after you're working there for a while, you're going to think, "Damn, that's ten thousand dollars a year." It just pissed away especially when you find out that somebody you're working with that was in the same situation stood up for themselves and they got that extra 10000 a year. That's why a lot of companies don't like people talking about what they make because it creates those kinds of problems. So I have a quote that I wrote on this topic. I'm going to go through this guy's email, see what he's learned, see what he's experienced because. When you go through these kinds of things that are really painful, especially like the divorce that he went through where his ex-father-in-law just mucked shit up and made it way more difficult than it needed to be, these are the kinds of things for those of you that haven't been in these situations that you really want to pay attention and learn from the pain that other people have gone through so you can learn from this, gain the wisdom from the experience and obviously avoid making the same kind of mistake in your own life. So the quote says, you become what you believe you are, deserve, and are capable of becoming. Successful people focus on becoming what they want to be despite their fears, limiting beliefs, and self-doubt. Successful people believe that one day they will finally find a way to accomplish what most believe is impossible or unlikely. Unsuccessful people avoid potential failure and rejection because of the potential pain that they think they may experience if they really go for what they want. They tend to play it safe and therefore mediocrity and settling becomes a way of life for them. They surround themselves with people who support and justify living lives that are less than what they are capable of living. In reality, playing it safe is a recipe for a life full of regrets, misopportunities, and what-ifs. People who take risks, live outside of their comfort zone, and who look at failure as simply an opportunity to learn from their mistakes so they can get better are the ones who accomplish the impossible and usually change the world. Case in point, you look at a guy like Steve Jobs. He realized when he was young that he had the ability to influence life and make the world better in the way he saw that it could be. He was able to see things that pe- other people could not see. He was able to see how products could be really great and useful to make people's lives better as he used to put it because the people – in other words, you give people something before they know that they want it and that's what great visionaries are always able to do. So let's go through this guy's email. It says, Hi Cory, you've changed my life, and the way I perceive the past, present, and future will never be the same. You're the man. I'm sending you this email for no other reason but to express my deepest gratitude for your nonstop mission to improve people's lives if they choose to take part in their own rescue, as you put it. I'm 40, confident, reasonably good looking. Have reasonable luck with the ladies and have an idea of where I'm heading in life. Well, I don't believe in luck. We, ap- we make our own luck. The key is taking advantage of the opportunities when life presents them to us. If you're prepared, you'll get the best possible chance for the kind of outcomes that you want. And If you're not prepared, 99.99% of the time, you're going to fail and not get what you're looking for. My story is as follows. Firstly, my mother died when I was six and I never had a female role model apart from my grandmother to show me to know how to deal with women, their emotions, interact with them, or even what a good woman was. I've basically always been looking for a woman, which I put down now to the fact that I didn't have one around growing up. Like you, I married at an early age to a woman I didn't love. It's like so many people do, especially people that are in their twenties, because there's so much peer pressure. When you're in, like especially like your mid twenties, most time after people have graduated college, there's all this societal pressure. You gotta get married. You gotta get married. And if you're not really happy with the person that you're with, and every all most of the people you know are getting married, you're gonna have that same kind of pressure. And that's where it takes a lot of inner strength and testicle fortitude, if you will, to have the strength to walk away. Me personally, I didn't have that strength when I was younger. And I did something not so much that I regretted but that I just really shouldn't have. It was one of those kinds of life lessons that after you go through it, you think, damn, that was really painful and that was really expensive. There's no way in hell I'm going to do that again. The idea is when failure happens in life, it's to learn from it and learn how you can get better. If you ever pay attention to any of these SpaceX launches, especially ones now that they're landing the rockets back on barges and successfully on land, before it, they're all, they always have the attitude of, hey, even if, it doesn't, even if the thing doesn't land successfully, we'll learn from it. and That's the best kind of mindset and that comes directly from the CEO, Elon Musk. That's the way he looks at the world. That's the way he looks at failure. Failure is just simply something to learn from so you can improve. But the average person, they're trying to avoid failure, trying to avoid pain, and so they always play it safe and they go with things that they know and they never really stretch beyond their comfort zone and most of them never reach their full potential as they're so busy being focused on just collecting a paycheck and paying the bills. But the way the universe tends to work, if you have something that you really want to do or something that's really emotionally compelling to you, life will present you with opportunities. And if you continually pass on those opportunities, what happens is eventually you find yourself downsized or there's a company merger or the company goes out of business. And then that job that you really hated, well, you're not in it anymore. And the idea is to get better. The, The only constant in life... Is change and that it will continue to change. And people who embrace change and are good with it are able to roll with the punches and get better as time goes by. So he says, like you, I married at an early age to a woman I didn't love. It was purely because she fell pregnant. She caught me by going off the pill, not telling me, and pressure from family, so I went through with it like, dude, that you just got totally sucked into the Venus flytrap there. We had two boys in our eight-year marriage, which ended in 2009 due to various faults from both sides. After three years of messy divorce proceedings due to her father being involved in trying to screw me over, which I didn't give in, I've had three relationships with women and a few flings here and there after studying your book and videos. I know why these relationships didn't work out, And it had a lot to do with my own fears, settling for second best, and slightly beta behavior. Well, think about it. If you really care about the person you're with and you know how to treat them, you're much more inclined to do the things necessary to make the relationship prosper and grow just like any great friendship. You're willing to go the extra mile for somebody that you really care about and who shows that they're loyal and they give back to you in the same way. Also, if you're working at a job that you love, you'll do those extra things. You'll go the extra mile because work seems more like playing than it does work. But if you're working a job that sucks, most people that work jobs that just suck because of the money involved in it will work just hard enough to not get fired. But with that kind of an attitude, you're, really, you're not invested in the, in the job or the company. And you're not invested in growing your skills, your gifts, your talents. So you're simply just not going to do what's necessary to reach your full potential in that field. That's why it's like once you – one of the things that I always did and I've always done over my life is when my internal enthusiasm for something was gone, whether it was somewhere I was living, somewhere I was working, a business I was involved in or a relationship or friendships or just things I was going about in my own life. I'm not the type of person who will sit around and keep going along with it hoping it will get better. I know I need to make a change and I do it even when it seems or I know it's going to be a painful experience. But it's like when I look back on my life, I don't have any regrets and that's the beauty of living this way. When you follow your heart and you go explore those things that you're curious about and you're interested in, you get to experience them. But when you just avoid going after those things because you're afraid you may fail or that it won't work out. Or you're worried about what other people think then especially as you get older that's when you look back and go you know what what if i'd gone for that job what if i'd asked that person out what if i'd done this what if i'd done that you don't want to be one of those people you don't believe me go talk to old people who are at the end of their lives who have lives full of regret and they'll tell you the same thing take risks go for the things that you want because most most people that are older that's one of the biggest pieces of wisdom they they all say that they wish they would have spent more time with friends and family. They wish they would have taken more risks. And they usually have several things that they always had wanted to do but were too scared to do it. And when you're at the end of your life, your time's up. My beta behavior would kick in when I felt I had upset my partner as opposed to communicating like you outline. This would teach my partner that to get my attention, all she had to do was crack the shits, and I'd come running like a little bitch. So you were basically a pleaser. You were doing anything to avoid pissing her off or or her getting upset. And the flip side of that is when you do those things, it causes the woman to lose more and more respect as time goes by, and her attraction level drops even more, and then she becomes even more disrespectful and rude. So remember what you fear you attract, but what you look at, disappears and when you're driven by fear in that and you're worried about her being bitchy or things not going well and you try to avoid it, you end up experiencing what you're trying to avoid because you're simply driven by fear and plus when you let another human being treat you like a doormat, they're going to lose respect for you. I can just about tell you the exact moment I thought those these relationships weren't really what I was looking for but I chose to continue for fear of being lonely and a scarcity mindset due to the loss of my mother, marriage and not seeing my boys every day. What's the benefit of reading my book is that it gives you a strategy that works. You're not going to get every single woman but you will get somebody whose goals and whose values and they're normal and healthy will be aligned with your own and it will be easy to be with that kind of person but the average guy and the average girl for that matter, they're in a fearful state. And if they've got something that was average or mediocre and that's the best they've ever had, ending that relationship or the thought of being single again when they really never had a greatest strategy to attract somebody, causes them to stick around and say, well, this is the best that I can get. This is my lot in life. And when you have a pattern of settling And the older you get, the harder it is to change that kind of a mindset. And eventually what happens is you lose hope. You lose hope that you can make your life better, that things are going to get better. And once you've lost hope, I mean you literally have one foot in the grave then. Like you say, a woman is built to receive a man and open up emotionally due to my fear and mindset of being lonely. I went along with it not really putting 100 percent in. Based on you attract what you are, I also attracted insecure and needy women which after a while became hard work. That's another thing. People that don't think they're worthy and I see men and women do this all the time. They tend to date people a little lower on the level as far uh, as quality as they are because they know that the other person is way more into it than they are. It's a lot easier to be – in a relationship with somebody where the other person is more into you than you are into them. The key is to get to that place where your desire and your actions are aligned with how you feel about yourself and therefore when somebody's not treating you value like you are valuable to them, you will ba- you'll take a step back. You won't be in such a rush to spend time with them that the second time around because you don't want to hang out with somebody who takes you for granted or makes you feel like they take you for granted. In other words, you earn them and they earn you. I lost interest and I became indifferent, which made them chase me more, which was a vicious cycle. You're 100% right that indifference, mystery, and women being unsure of men emotionally draws them to you even more. These women would focus on a relationship 100%, Stop looking after themselves, stop seeing friends, stop their hobbies and become obsessed with me while I was continuing with my purpose, desires, hobbies, mission and doing what makes me happy. So you can see they, they more needed you than wanted you. In other words, their happiness was dependent upon you being in their lives and when they were fearful that you weren't going to be in their life, what happened? they gave up everything to come after you and that's not healthy or attractive for men or women these women didn't love me in a way that made me feel free and i think that was a big reason i couldn't fall in love with them yeah cuz they basically acted like they didn't deserve you and they weren't worthy of you and what happens is as your confidence level grows and your ability and your skills grow you're going to want better These relationships didn't end well as the women were more emotionally involved than I was because they weren't what I was looking for in the beginning. I failed in approaching and dealing with women correctly due to my lack of knowledge, beta male behavior, and settling for second best. Since my divorce, I already set a course to better my future by going back to college and studying business, which has always been an interest of mine, and I am in the process of ramping that up to gain better jobs for a better future. It's a continual process. Well, just like every great professional athlete, to reach your full potential, to be totally self-reliant, it's a continuous process of trying to get better. Just like Tony Robbins, his acronym CANI, C-A-N-I, stands for Constant and Never-Ending Improvement. You can always get better no matter how good you are at something, the more repetitions you do at anything in life, you're going to get better. I've read your book four times to date and it has opened my eyes dramatically. Show me how to be a better man, my bad traits and past relationships, and what I'm actually looking for in life. So in other words, he's gotten completely focused on his outcomes. And that's the most important thing, whether you're a man or a woman, is you know what you want. And not only do you know what you want, you know why you want it. In order to to know what your why is, you've got to have emotionally compelling reasons why you want what you want. And it's when times are difficult, when you run into challenges and obstacles, if you've made the right choice in the beginning to pursue things that you love based upon your outcomes, based upon having really emotionally compelling reasons for wanting them, You'll just look at something as an obstacle or something to get through or something to learn from and get around. Whereas when you're not really committed to something, you'll just give up and run away from that kind of a challenge. So as for men, especially when it comes to your purpose and mission life, you've got to do something that's aligned with your heart. And If you don't know what that is, you have to be exploring different things that you're curious about, that you're interested in, and then it's just a process of elimination and trying different things out and seeing what you love. and The more you realize and understand and see what you love and what's most important to you, the more you can focus that like a laser beam especially if you're not really sure what you want to do with your life. By experiencing things that you're curious about and you're interested in, you'll get to explore it because the things you really love and you have a passion for you'll keep doing and those that you don't, you'll tend to move away from those. I thank you for your work, which is truly inspiring, and I'm gaining knowledge of how to deal with women, which I've never realized before, and I'm also reading Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. I highly recommend that. They should be teaching that to kindergartners. Another great read and solid material, and I'm now focused only on getting into relationships I really want as opposed to settling for second best. Well, settling. And settling for mediocrity, that becomes a habit for most people. That's why it's so important to know what you want and why you want it. And when someone or something comes along in your life that's not to your liking, that's not what you're really looking for, you got to have the inner strength to let it go and say, I deserve better. And as you get better personally, you're able to attract better quality people and better quality circumstances into your life. It's just not worth it to both parties. I'm currently dating and using the principles you outline, and I can see the benefits already. Again, Corey, I can't thank you enough for your work and selfless actions. I'm truly inspired, more confident, centered, measured, and become a, becoming a little better every day. That's the important thing. That's all you can really do. It's just like the great General George Patton. He says, if a man gives his best, what else is there? If you give your best every day, when you go to bed at night, you can say, you know what? I gave my best shot. Tomorrow is a new day. My goal is to give my best best effort tomorrow just like I did today. So if you would like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you and I will talk to you soon.